0: Welcome to Art of Retreat 2018, the Parkour Leadership and Education Conference. This year we're in the Cascade Mountains outside of Seattle. I'm Craig Constantine from Movers Mindset and I'm here with Sergeant Don Beeson. Sergeant Don Beeson is a U.S. Air Force Survival Evasion Resistance and Escape Specialist. While a SEER Specialist's job varies greatly depending on the mission, Sergeant Beeson currently works as a Mission Supervisor and Instructor in the field portion of the Air Force's primary SEER course which trains high risk of isolation personnel from across the Department of Defense. Welcome, Don. Thanks for having me. Saturday morning, you did a skill session called Mastering Capture the Flag, and I caught a glimpse of it, and I know it's, it was fun, but it wasn't just all about fun because you were also preparing them for a quite serious Saturday night game of Capture the Flag. They turned all the camp lights out and everything. So can you give me just a quick overview of what you did Saturday morning first, and then we'll dive into like how they used that in those night missions? Absolutely. Uh, basically, what I wanted to do was set up a framework
1: for uh, civilians who don't normally have access to training um, that you would see with military personnel to get a little bit of hands on, but in a fun way. And since uh, they, Caitlin and Adam had already discussed uh, preparing night missions for everybody, I thought it'd be really fun to incorporate the ideas of slowing down normally very fast moving parkour practitioners and forcing them to slow down be quiet and sneaky, and uh, so I would teach them, give them a basic
0: uh, introduction to that, and then apply it that night when we actually uh, started and kicked off the night mission. Hmm. Take us into the night mission and explain to me how you saw people performing. Did you see people uh, really taking things you had showed them in that really crash course short session? Were they able to actually apply things, and how did they perform?
1: Yes, so uh, it was really nice because we had a two night missions that were similar, but also varied in um, the feel of them were a bit Mm -hmm. different. And Mm -hmm. to see the difference in how seriously everybody took it the first night versus the second night and how much they slowed down was um, really awesome, Mm -hmm. awesome to see. Um, So uh, basically I wanted to slow them down, make them get down on their faces, get dirty, get in the woods and try really hard to sneak past instead of race past people. Mm -hmm. And I was, Honestly, and I said this to them last night after it was all over, I was so surprised, so pleasantly surprised to see how seriously they took it. Um, They took it so seriously that we had to change the game like mid-round. Mid, like halfway through because um, they were going so slow, they weren't gonna be able to reach their objectives in time because I just impressed upon them to be quiet and be slow. There are 60 people on a single ridgeline and 12 um, aggressors or ghosts, we couldn't even find them. Mm. And they
0: were they were right all around us. So that was really impressive to see. And it was a lot of fun too. I'm torn between asking you to tell me stories and snapshots from the night missions and asking you questions about like camouflage and stealth techniques. So I'm I'm hoping maybe you can kind of do both, like give me a little bit of each. (laughs) Absolutely. yeah. Uh, So um, the great thing about
1: this is that uh, it, not only gives them an experience they wouldn't normally have uh, out in the middle of a city practicing parkour, is it also forced uh, people to communicate with, non-verbally. It forces teamwork. It forces, instead of pitting five or six or seven different cabins against each other, it was the entire camp versus the entire staff. Mm-hmm. And we gave them a lot of freedom to organize teams, and we were very pleasantly you know, surprised to see that they were developing pretty advanced distraction techniques and having uh, false flag operations, running people back and forth just to distract so we, they could accomplish different objectives. Mm-hmm. And that's really impressive to see and they could use some of the techniques that I taught them earlier that day to communicate with each other, try to stay together as a team and sneak past the ghosts who are trying to catch them so they can get the coins so they can bring them back and win the game ultimately.
0: Right. Are there any particular moments that jump out at you as like really fun parts? Um, I know on the first night they we were playing the game, when I actually played, you were in a wickedly awesome guilty suit hiding in the bushes. And I saw you go by the other way and I was like, oh, I hope the monster didn't just see me. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so the first night was a lot of fun because uh, we had
1: a lot of different fantasy themes to the game where they had to go to certain sites and then accomplish tasks like building a fire or um, getting all their people over a line that was set at a certain height. What made it really fun is that um, they briefed out ahead of time that there's a monster hiding in the woods. And Don't get caught by the monster or something battle happened and I brought my personal ghillie suit back from my house And basically I would jump teams and then give them a riddle they had to solve and if they couldn't solve the riddle They would receive a penalty where they you know now you this team members unconscious for the rest of this next uh, Challenge things like that Um, And that was a lot of fun just because uh, I didn't just nobody knew I was gonna be out there So I would jump out of the bushes and they just see this big swamp monster looking person standing furry there blob, right? yeah <laughs> and they were like oh man like where did you come from who are you who are you?" <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun um and then the second night there's just dozens of stories because um we sat down for probably an hour last night and got to debrief and just everybody had a story about how they were able to successfully just lay down in the bushes and have a ghost walk right by them and not see them and that's that's really I think, key because it, it, uh, it's key in building their confidence to showing that the techniques, and as long as you slow down, it shows them that, the, that they work mm-hmm.
0: and that they are useful. And it's just a lot of fun because it makes you feel like a ninja in the woods. <laughs> Do you have a takeaway for the people who are listening, something that you can challenge them to try or um, something for them to go read maybe? Or, or what would you what would you wish that everybody would, would learn from having heard you? Uh, I would say the, the big takeaways are that uh, in
1: parkour, you already have such a the biggest thing I've learned is that they have such a good body awareness and they're very good at very efficiently moving in a very fast fashion from mm-hmm. A to B. Um, what I would challenge everybody in parkour to do is now that you're in a city is to try and travel from A to B and try and not be seen by anybody. Try and slow it down so you, you're choosing to cross that street or go over that barrier mm-hmm. at the right moment so that nobody else knows you even did it. Mm-hmm. Or get around not just... Can you get around the building without touching the ground? But can you get through this
0: complex without being seen by any of the cameras mm. or anything like that? It doesn't, it's not a green light to go and start right. getting. We're not suggesting you know trespassing, but it would be—it's a whole nother dimension that you're suggesting they that they access. Absolutely, so, terrific. Thanks, Don. It was a pleasure talking to you. Don Beeson is one of 24 presenters this year at Art of a Treat. So be sure to check back to hear more. Thanks for having me.